Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Radio Update. The Bears and Packers, the NFL's oldest rivalry, will open up the NFL's 100th season in Chicago for Thursday night football going down September the 5th. The Super Bowl champion Patriots will host the Sunday night or week one. Their opponent has yet to be named. The Oakland Raiders are staying in Oakland for the short term, at least. The NFL approving a deal to keep the Raiders in Oakland until their move to Las Vegas. The Raiders' new stadium in Vegas expected to be completed by August of 2020. Michael Avenatti, best known for being the lawyer of porn star Stormy Daniels, arrested today after being indicted on four counts involving an alleged extortion attempt of the shoe and apparel company Nike. Federal prosecutors say they're going to charge Avenatti on separate wire and bank fraud as well. According to prosecutors, Avenatti demanded more than $20 million in payments to not publicize the findings until the eve of Nike's quarterly earnings. That's at the start of the NCAA basketball tournament. At least one person close to Rob Gronkowski isn't closing the door in his playing career, even after the tight end announced his retirement last night on Instagram. Gronk's agent Drew Rosenhaus said he wouldn't be shocked to see the veteran tight end return at some time in the upcoming season to the Patriots. Jason Witten did make his return from the broadcast booth to the Dallas Cowboys. Gronk leaves the NFL as one of the most dominant tight ends in nine seasons, 79 career touchdowns, putting him in a tie for third behind only Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. 79 touchdowns to boot, 521 catches, and 7,861 yards. Stellar career for a guy that was banged up quite a bit. After surviving a big-time scare against UCF, Duke is still listed as the favorite to win the 2018 NCAA Hoop Tournament, heading into the Sweet 16. The Blue Devils listed at 3-1 to one to win it all. Gonzaga now 4-1, to one, Virginia plus 450. Biggest long shots on the board, LSU and Oregon, both 50-1. to one. Duke takes on ACC rival Virginia Tech Friday in Washington, D.C., And despite numerous blowouts, the opening weekend scored the second-highest TV ratings in 29 years. Game coverage averaged the second-highest ratings through the first weekend since 1991. Viewership up 8% since last year. That's a big change there. And obviously, viewership, it spiked during the final minutes of that Duke-UCF thriller. College Hoop tourneys on the go tonight. The NCAA Sweet 16 will resume Thursday, but here's the board for tonight. Four games in the CBI quarterfinals. Coastal Carolina at West Virginia. Mountaineers minus 10.5, 157. Utah Valley is at South Florida. The Bulls are laying two, 146.5. Longwood, they're at DePaul. The Blue Demons, big favorites, laying 14.5, 155.5 is your over-under. And Brown is at Loyola Marymount. Loyola Marymount now 6.5-point favorites, 138.5 is the over-under. One game in the NIT tonight, Norfolk. Oak State is at Colorado. The Buffaloes minus 14, total 147. Four games in the association tonight, just four. At 7 o'clock, Philly laying one and a half points on the road versus Orlando, 219 the over-under. Oklahoma City takes on the Grizz in Memphis. Thunder minus 7, 216 and a half. This is an 8 o'clock start. At 9, Phoenix is at Utah. Jazz minus 15, 216 and a half. And at 10 o'clock, Brooklyn takes on Portland. The Blazers are six and a half point favorites over under 223. Busy night in the NHL. We got nine games on the ice. A trio at seven. Florida and Toronto Leafs minus 226 and a half. Buffalo at the Devils. Sabres small favorites 115, five and a half. Pittsburgh, they're laying 190 at the New York Rangers over under six. At 730, a battle of Eastern Powers. Boston at Tampa. The Lightning minus 150. Total six. Three more games at eight o'clock. Good one here too. Vegas at St. Louis to meet the Blues. Blues minus 135, five and a half. Nash 
Nashville is minus 135 at Minnesota. Total five flat in that one. Dallas at Winnipeg. Jets minus 145, five and a half. And at nine o'clock, Calgary hosting the LA Kings. Flames minus 330, total six. And look at this one. Woohoo! San Jose and SJ Sharkey minus 400 versus Detroit. Remember, Detroit did upset Vegas as a huge underdog. Total in that game is six and a half. Stick around, everybody. It's going to be a great day on the show. Gabe's back from Atlantic City. We're going to talk to the Daily Roto guys, go over the NBA card tonight. We got picks, DFS lineups, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. I'm Cam Stewart and Gabe Brancy hosts Red Heat and Rage. Stick around, everybody. Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Back to live action, the fellas. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage our Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports our Radio Network. I Heart. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart in uh, Toronto, Ontario. We are in uh, New York, uh, New Jersey. It's, uh, it's Monday. We've got a pretty busy show uh, today. Big man on campus. We'll talk uh, some college basketball. Got a full slate of uh, games tonight and all those other tournaments uh, that are going on. Uh, we've got Ricky Sanders. We're going to talk some DFS. Mike Blewett will step up and in and uh, join us in a 5 o'clock hour uh, today. So we've got a full house, including the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Marenzi? Yeah, I hope Atlantic City was good to you Uh the tournament, some up, some downs. I had a pretty good night after the Tennessee debacle. I took the Volunteers minus seven. They pissed away a 25-point lead. Hey, that's college sports. But, uh, you know, we're still surviving. Would have been a lot nicer if UCF could beat Duke for your futures with North Carolina and mine with Virginia. Getting Duke out of, it, out of the tournament would have been real sweet, too. And I probably would have been in the top three final in Billy the Doorman's tournament. Guarantee myself at least $1,000. But we're in fifth right now. It could be a hell of a lot worse. 125 entrance. Uh, we're, we're knocking on the doorstep, buddy. So hopefully Duke can get knocked out and we could go deep. You know, it's funny when you fill out these uh, these brackets and I'm in a $100 uh, cash league. It's about $1,000 uh, on the line, uh, I believe. When you fill these brackets out, you figure, you know, I got to take a chance here. I got to take a chance there. Yet, you know, when you when you look at your bracket after the first weekend, I'm thinking, man, man, I was really pushing it getting Cal Irvine into the Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of pushing it. At least they won a game. At least they won a game. Yeah, they did. They did. (laughs) They did. But I don't get like bonus points uh, for that. And that's true. New Mexico State was another one I had going to the Sweet 16. It's crazy because they nearly beat Auburn. They lost by one point. They had the ball last. Exactly. They lost by one point. So it was close. But hey, it is what it is. I'm still holding on to my uh, North Carolina ticket uh, here. It's uh, you know pays back one thousand five hundred and three dollars and seventy five cents. Uh, because the dude, yeah, the dude put an extra quarter on it because I had a quarter change. So he's like, oh, I'll just put the quarter uh, on the future. But, hey, I'm liking my chances. Listen, North Carolina going to play Auburn. And if they're able to beat Auburn, uh, they'll get the winner of uh, Houston and Kentucky, which, you know, won't be an easy game for them. But I think North Carolina is the better team. Put it this way. North Carolina are now plus 550. Maybe yeah. I should go on that website, Cam, and try to sell it. I'll see, you know, you know that you can sell your tickets. It's actually say, a great uh, move. It's say, a great move. How much will you pay me for this ticket right now? Good point. Actually, no. If you the thing was, if you had even more Morency, I'd suggest it because you can guarantee yourself some money. But you know what? 
ride it out for another game and let the odds continue to get better for yourself. If you get to the Elite Eight or Final Four, then you can really start to think about the hedge. But uh, one bet that I made that was really, really good, Gabe, and we talked about it on the show, disappointment in golf with Nick Taylor. I'm not even going to tell you what happened there. Gabe, he, tri- he was three over on the final holes to finish uh, 23rd. He was actually sixth going into uh, the snake pit there, and he uh, three over. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Uh, the Pac-12 teams winning more than one and a half, a lock. And uh, Oregon themselves winning two games, Washington winning a game, and Arizona State won the play-in game. So all this talk, you know, got to hand it to the Ducks. They win the conference tournament, and they kept the momentum going uh, pretty good. Easy ride, but uh, the next game, they got to play Virginia. I need Virginia to take out the Ducks. Quack, 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 quack. Duck hunting. Yeah, I, think the, I think the Cavaliers will do some duck hunting and uh, be successful uh, at it. Hope so. More successful than a Robert Mueller was. And Michael Avenatti as well. I like how you have Avenatti. His day came. Hope you enjoyed your 15 minutes of fame because now it's payback. You got that right. Game time decisions continue. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decision, Freddie Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeart, but now on YouTube as well. So uh, March Madness uh, continues, and uh, the madness in the real world uh, continues. Normally, we really wouldn't talk about uh, Michael Avenatti uh, and um, him him getting arrested earlier today in Manhattan, uh, but it is tied to uh, to basketball, and it is tied to uh, to Nike, and it's tied to a um, AAU. Uh, coach in which, you know, we all know the 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 perils and um, the the uh, the crookedness, we should say, the sleaziness uh, of of the shoe companies. And when it comes to these high school players and these all star teams and high school all star teams. So Michael Avenatti was representing a AAU coach who clearly didn't feel as if though he was getting what he was um, what he was worth. We don't know who the coach is. Turned out Nike was paying the coach $72,000, but he was basically trying to shake down Nike for $1.5 million, saying that he had, you know, he was going to go public with some very negative things about Nike and how they operate. And he wanted $1.5 million. Um, Michael Avenatti was representing him, and... Uh, then asked Nike for $22.5 million. <laughs> nice leap. Um, or demanded that Nike retain him as one of their attorneys. Or pay, you know, and pay him $20 million for legal services. Or just pay him $22 million. The, uh, the timeline in... I got to tell you, it shows uh, you know the power of, uh, of Nike here, and also the power of them not liking Michael Avenatti very much, because normally cameras an investigation and stuff, 
There's no investigation. Here it is. Day one, March 19th. Avenatti meets with Nike represents, uh, representatives. Threaten stole a press conference the following day, accusing Nike of involvement in a basketball bribery scandal. Unless Nike agrees to make multi-million dollar payments to Avenatti under the guise of legal work. Uh, March 20th, the next day, Avenatti, I'm not effing around with this, and I'm not going to play games. Uh, and it's worth more exposure to me to just blow this lid off this thing. A few million dollars doesn't move the needle for me. I'll uh, proceed with the press conference tomorrow. I'll hang up right now, and I'll go take $10 billion off your client's cap. I'm not effing around. Uh, next day, March 21st, Avenatti on, on a wiretap. Um, have you have you or the have you held the balls of your client in your hand where you could take up to five or six billion dollars market cap off of one of them? So threatening to mess with the stock market's not something that the feds take kindly to, especially when you've been pretty much publicly harassing the president uh, for the last year or so. And uh, instead of so today, the uh, the lawyers that represent Nike have offices in Manhattan. And they told him, yeah, yeah, come in. We're gonna, we'll cut a deal with you. Come in, let's talk. And instead, the FBI were waiting and arrested him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you don't go, you don't go against Trump, buddy. Uh, that, 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 the bottom line is, who's the winner this week? Donald Trump. You said yeah. it gave the Mueller investigation. I win. No collusion. I know. Like honestly, I wish we could have bet on Trump. We'd be rich. Screw these games. Uh, and everybody who's me- who messes with him is. Uh, they're the ones uh, not feeling too good right now. Avenatti, uh, good luck to you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you messed with the wrong people. He gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Avenatti, uh, Avenatti is going to claim that it was just aggressive negotiating and not some oh. sort of extortion <laughs> attempt. Now, what's surprising about this, what's, what's surprising, and I like how, how Nike somehow are like the victims in this. You know Nike are up to shady <laughs> things, but... Avenatti just thinks he's too big, he's bigger than he is, Cam. That he yes, can shake down anyone and, you know, I'll oh, shake Nike down for money. And and Nike are like, all right, let's just uh, inform the feds that he's trying to shake us down here. Nike says, Nike will not be extorted or hide information that is relevant to the government investigations. Nike's been cooperating with the government investigation of the NCA for over a year. When Nike became aware of the matter, Nike immediately reported it to federal prosecutors. Nike firmly believes in ethical and fair play. Yeah, except for people who make your shoes. <laughs> yeah, here it is right here. Can't, can't even hide it. Uh, Brad Parscale, who is the, uh, he is the uh, election campaign manager, re-election campaign manager for Donald Trump, uh, tweets, wow, what an amazing last 48 hours. I can't stop watching. Uh, Michael Avenatti arrested. <laughs> It doesn't matter, Cap. Like whether it's Trump or whether whether who it is, like you know the singer of uh, of Creed, you know like the band Creed, the rock band, uh, with arms wide open. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wide open. <laughs> I sacrifice. Uh, yeah, like you know they were a big Christian rock band, right? Yep. Made Except a lot of the bread. singer, the singer really wasn't. Like the rest of them actually were. Like, they went on without him, but, like, he really wasn't. It was kind of a scam. And uh, so, anyways, he he was kind of messed up after, but he went and he wrote a book, all right, about his experience and, you know, about his life and stuff and how he grew up in a Christian family, but it got to him and the perils of evil of rock stardom got to him. 
but uh, how he, you know, he was cleaned up. And so he went on Fox. Fox brought him on uh, Fox News to uh, to promote his book. And they also knew that he didn't like Barack Obama. So he went on and he started ripping Barack Obama on Fox. And literally, like two weeks later, he got audited. <laughs> it turned out like he owed a lot Problems of money in taxes, taxes and stuff. Like yeah. That's how they get you. And yeah. Like, they, you know, they're just watching. Brack sees this on Fox and goes, oh, really? Why don't you just kick the tires on this guy? Like, see what, what he's up to. <laughs> so it's like Avenatti. It's the same thing. It's like, dude, you know you're up to all this shady stuff. There's all these other charges, not just Nike, that he took, like, Damn. He took millions of dollars from another client, paid off debts for that failed coffee uh, place. He uh, uh, substantial income, even though he never filed such returns. Uh, phony returns stated he had phony returns. He took money and paid off his own debts with uh, with clients' money, misappropriated funds from his own law firm to pay off uh, debt from a failed coffee uh, business, like. You know, you know, you did all this stuff, so you probably should even say, "Listen, it's not a good idea for me to represent Stormy Daniels." <laughs> like, that's like, the thing. You said it. He's like, so you, you can, like, honestly, like, you would know all this and think, "Yeah, I might get a little pop out of this," but I've got too many skeletons in my closet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Like, like it's not worth. When you it. have a problem, like, don't you lay if low? He doesn't, Dave? Yeah. If he doesn't <laughs> do this, man, if he doesn't go after Stormy Daniels and he doesn't go after Trump. He's not busted for any of this crap. He's not even in the middle of this Nike stuff. He's still just ripping people off in L.A. and no one knows about it. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And that's the thing. Like, when you're playing with the big dogs and you got problems of your own, like, I'm not going to come out and uh, attack somebody to get a quick buck if it's easy to if, for them to get something on me. That's the thing about Avenatti. And I told you this, remember when we were doing Red Heat and Rage from the Marenzi Studios uh, way back then? There's just a cockiness to this guy. Like, I'm cock of the block and nothing really matters. And that's the thing. People in high power, when they find out you got skeletons, you're done. And they, they're just basically licking their chops going, this turkey wants to try to take us down? Well, you're done, buddy. That's the thing. This guy, you, you even said it a long time ago, like, he just doesn't care. Like, when you have all these things going against you, not a good move to pick a fight with a company like Nike. That's pretty stupid. Now, I will say, I will say that it seems that the charges, the charges might be a little bit thick. Uh, here, like they might be able to get him on the, uh, get him on the, uh, you know, get him on the misappropriation of funds from his legal uh, legal law firm. That's a different situation. And Stormy Daniels is actually uh, alleging that he ripped her off, as well. Ooh. So yeah, like you know, he's a real class act here, this guy. But I've already seen like a lot of pretty big legal experts say that even what what him saying "Don't f with me" and stuff, it's it's hard, like, it's going to be hard to, like, nail him for. Like, he's going to get hit with some stuff. But what's surprising is Mark Gar- Garagos is in on this, too, allegedly. That's right. Good call. Who, very powerful attorney, not as sleazy as, uh, not as sleazy as Avenatti. I'm surprised that he would get tied up with someone like Avenatti when Gardy has as much money as, as he does uh, Garagos, you know? The crazy-ass world, we're just living in it. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Good to have Yang uh, back, uh, Yang. We hope everything's uh, yep. all right on the Welcome home back, front right buddy. now. Anytime decisions at Heat and Rage, our radio, uh, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Bad day for uh, Michael Avenatti. He did mess with Nike stock uh, quite, quite a bit. That's the thing. That's not <laughs> What is it? Their right quarterly back. earnings were, were coming out, Gabe, and uh, like just right before the NCAA tournament. Like, yeah, you're 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 playing with fire when you're dealing with uh, a lot of rich uh, rich fat cats. Got that that one in their uh, portfolio. I'd have to assume. Yeah, and you know that Nike donates to every politician in America, right? True. Excellent point. Like, every Excellent one point. of them. You know how much mm-hmm. money Nike throws out there? Like, people, you can talk about their greed and stuff, but I know even like, like uh, Sun Youth in Montreal. Um, like their football and basketball program, like Nike gave gives all the shoes to and everything. Like, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's out of their the kindness of their heart. Basically, they get in with every coach, every minor player, every peewee, every little league. You know what I'm saying? So they know, oh, there's this good kids there already. And if the kid grew up wearing Nikes, there's probably a good chance that he'll go to a Nike school, and and then. And then subsequently sign sign a deal uh, with that with that shoe company in the NBA after the fact. But college is really, really it's not really the the NBA where the shoe companies get the big pop. It is college. It's free. It's just it's free publicity. It's free advertising. Like look at Zion Williamson right now. Like Zion Williamson is like he's probably the most talked about basketball player right now this year besides LeBron James. Like, what other yep. player has been searched more, talked about more than oh, LeBron He's James. in the two-hole. I put yeah, Kyrie Irving wearing, in the three-hole. He's wearing Durant, Nike. That's yeah, true. He's wearing Nike for free. He's not getting yes. anything out of this. Like, he should. Like, his value would probably be about $10, 15000000 million for this this year. Yeah. If not more. The publicity that, that he's got in Nike. Yeah, his shoe blew up, but he's still wearing Nike. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, that's the whole thing. You know, he gets roped into a Nike school. Coach Krzyzewski and these guys, they're making stuff off of it. Duke's making money off of it. But the kid isn't. All right, let's bring Big Man uh, on campus. Uh, and what's up, Big Man? Jeff Nadu. Yo. Big man. Hey, what's up, Jeff? How you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Pretty doing good, right? buddy. Pretty good. See, things are... Things are back to normal on our show here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> We're settling, settling back in uh, now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, Michael Avenatti arrested. And, you know, it goes to show, though, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, we all, everyone knows how crooked the, the shoe industry is and the AAU scene is. But we're, we've learned over the last two years or so 
that they're not going to get touched, right? They're not going to get touched. There might be an assistant coach that goes to jail. There might be, you know, a few random, you know, hangers on that get tagged in this. Avenatti gets hit in this because he's greedy and dumb. But for the most part, you know, the coaches will keep laughing. The universities will keep laughing, big man. They learned last year, all that, all that investigation and all those reports last year were all true. But the agent said that whatever. They, they, they gave all the evidence to their higher-ups, and uh, it didn't go anywhere. And they're basically higher-ups told them, we can't do this. You know, they, they couldn't do it. And, and now you see, once again, doesn't matter what Nike was up to, and I'm sure they were up to shady stuff. The story is now Avenatti, and Nike's like the victim in this. The shoe companies will always win, big man, in the end. Yeah, I gotta wonder, like, what happens with like Will Wade and some of these people involved currently. I guess it would just be a school decision on what they do going forward. But I don't know. I, I felt like the Will Wade thing. I thought was weird because he was the only one really on a wiretap talking about anything. But I don't know. Like Sean Miller, like he pretty much did the same thing, other than. It was really speculation. We don't know what exactly he said, but yeah, I mean, short, it would be interesting to see what happened. Because you know, Avenatti's going to say something. Short here. of you know a he's coach, start. short yeah. of a coach, big man, being caught giving an envelope, you can't really do anything. Like, Wade talking about, well, do I don't, I don't, I don't understand why the, the coach, well, I don't understand why the kid, why the kid didn't take it. Well, whatever, take what? I didn't give him anything. I'm not the one who gave him something. Well, I think what I think what hurt Wade was he said stuff like we're going to pay him more than a, a NBA rookie minimum and stuff like that, and that that was a bit damn damning. But Avenatti, I mean, yes, yeah, but he's, he's not the one pulling someone in on this. He's not the right. one. Paying. No, I, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like you can know about yeah. something and not. Good point you know, about Miller, though. Good point about Miller. How does he escape? This guy's been at the center of this thing. All these other guys, Gabe. They're doing a few months' time, right? All the other guys involved, but he just seems to be the guy going about his business. Like, it's kind of crazy, don't you think? I think, be, I think the because only guy that really got nailed. Yeah. You look at Miller. I mean, he. I mean, he went and got. Look at his recruiting class coming in next year. He's got one of the best recruits coming in, and like the th- like the third best recruit. He doesn't even stop. He keeps doing it. But like I said, I think Avenatti's going to pull some people into this. I mean, he's not going to just go down without fighting here. You know, he's going to bring someone oh, else into this, too, and try to try to oh, rat no. or something, you know, because he, he, he's going to do something here. He's not going to just say, oh, yeah, I extorted somebody. Uh, I'm going to put, he's going to rat on other people. You know, he's going to. Well, he's a, co- yeah, he's a cooperating, he's a cooperating witness. Witness, sure. Yeah, now, you know, supposedly a cooperating witness, and, you know, he's cooperating with the authorities. But yeah. I don't think he, there's anything that the authorities uh, don't already know about what Nike you're up to. And yeah, I don't think they It'll care. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think they care. <laughs> like, well, why, once why, he why, got why? involved with Trump, yet he, he had to figure he was going to get brought down sooner or later. Um, yeah. Well, and he's just, he's too shady. I mean, even, uh, yeah. even Stormy Daniels says, uh, Knowing what I know about Michael Avenatti, I'm saddened but not shocked by news reports he's been criminally charged. <laughs> you know it's bad when Stormy Daniels is calling you out. I made a decision more than a month ago to terminate his services after discussing that he had dealt with me in an extremely dishonest uh, manner, and there will be more announcements to come, as in I'll be suing him. I asked that the media respect my decision and withhold further public comment regarding Mr. Avenatti at this time. Uh, yeah, bad day. 
The funniest part is he thought he was walking into that office today, Cam, and get paid. That's the best. <laughs> that's the worst. You're thinking you're getting an envelope and the FBI's there. Oh, no. Like, that's the worst. What a horrible feeling. I've had feelings like that before, Marantz. You think I'm going to get paid? Oh, no? I still owe you? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, not cool. Yeah, but at least, <laughs> at least the FBI wasn't waiting for you. Just a book. That's a great point. That's a yeah. great point. I'd rather deal yeah. with a guy with a prosthetic leg who drives a Fiero than the FBI. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, looking at uh, tonight's basketball games here, guys, it's amazing how I, I don't want to use the term free money, but oh, it's crazy, no, no. man. These these NIT, CBI, whatever the hell they are, I don't even know what half the games are. I don't even care. Like yesterday, Harvard were getting 10 and a half. Harvard were getting 10 and a half points yesterday. Uh, Wichita State were getting a bunch of points. Like, you go down the list, it's just underdog city, big man, of teams covering in these tournaments, getting a ton of points. And they keep on giving the points. So Xavier was the other one. If they just keep covering, like these underdogs. And tonight, I'm not bucking the trend. Uh, you know, Colorado's laying 14 to Norfolk State. I'll roll the dice with Norfolk State. I'm taking what can Brown do for me? I hope they can cover. That's what they're going to do for me tonight. Brown against Loyola Marymount. You get these home teams. There's no one in the arena. It's like there's a – it's not the same home court. Some teams don't care. I think Colorado do care. I think Colorado would like to win the NIT. But some of these teams, man, they're just overvalued, big man, and it's been underdog city in these tournaments. Yeah. No, you're, you're dead right. It's interesting because in the big tournament, it's been the opposite. It's been a lot of big favorites. But, yeah, I, um, I agree with you on that. I think some of them – there are games like West Virginia – I'd probably look to lay the points there. They're actually playing really well right now, and they seem to have you know, gotten kind of past all the suspensions and stuff like that, and everybody's starting to play pretty well. They didn't have a great crowd in the first game, but they used a big run to kind of roll in that. And I think they're putting a lot into this tournament. I think they want to win it. They didn't have a great season. This would be a little hardware at the end of the year, and they should be able to take care of business. They're playing great bachelor right now. As far as Norfolk State, I actually like them. I've been on them a lot this year. They're a senior-laden team. Uh, they are off that big win against Alabama. Why can't they go maybe slay another giant? Not saying they're going to win here, but look, if you're going to give me 14 points with a Colorado team who their best player is off an injury, he's kind of you know hobbled a little bit. I, I think Norfolk State's got a lot to prove in this tournament. They probably should be in. They probably should have been in the tournament. They had a great year. Senior-laden. I'll take a shot with the dog here, but I actually do like West Virginia land points. Uh, they should be able to beat Coastal Carolina pretty easily. A Brown tonight, Cam, at Loyola Marymount. I, I was looking uh, at Brown. That line's gone up, too, Gabe. It opened up at uh, when good. I was putting the updates together, four and a half up to six and a half. So I'm really looking at Brown. And another dog that's kind of caught my eye, I was going to get your guys' opinion on uh, on Utah Valley, two and a half against South Florida. It seems like yeah. a short price for the Bulls, but Utah Valley can put up points, right? Oh, yeah. No, they definitely can. That's a good one, actually. The one thing about South Florida, I, I can't stand them because they're not good on offense. They rely on getting to the line a ton, but they only make 65% of their free throws. They're a bad team. Uh, I've bet against them a few times this year. I, the only thing that worries me there is pretty long trip for Utah Valley, but, um, you know, th- this is a team that can score to basketball. Another one I kind of like is uh, UT Rio Grande Valley. They've been real good against the number this year, and, that Texas Southern team, I mean, they play no defense. I don't know if you guys watched uh, that team at all. They turned the ball over a lot. Rio Grande's been a good, 
cover team this year. Uh, they might be worth a look tonight as well. They they had some pretty good competition out there in that WAC conference with New Mexico State and Grand Canyon and Utah Valley. I think they'd be in maybe a good spot at home. They were great all year against the number. Yeah, Southern Utah tonight too at home. Eleven and three on their home court uh, this year. Cal State Bakersfield just two and eight in their last ten games. Uh, you know, CIT isn't exactly the best of the best here. <laughs> They're not sending their best. That's the worst. Uh, the to worst. Some of these. The worst. The worst of the worst. You know what's funny though? West Virginia is fifteen and twenty. I think West Virginia can win the CBI and still not get to five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> They're on a they're on a heat game. That's Virginia. all that matters. Why are you in this tournament if you're West Virginia? What? Why? I'll get this hardcore. They're going to lose money. It's not a money. Uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. We'll hit the Sweet 16 on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good job, with Yang. All 30, yeah, thanks, Yang. With all 30 Major League Baseball teams getting ready this Thursday, Gabe, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. They're looking to make somebody their eighth millionaire winner. If you like playing MLB DFS on DraftKings and FanDuel and you're not using DailyRoto.com to set your lineups, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a special discount. You'll get lineup alerts, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a special discount today. Back to you, Gabe, with Red Heat and Rage Radio and our guest, Jeff Nadeau. I like the uh, nice, uh, some nice Van Halen uh, out of the break there. Yeah, nice. Um, Smooth. You mentioned, Cam, in your update, actually, that uh, you mentioned in your update that uh, the Bears and the Packers uh, will be playing in the first NFL game of the year. FanDuel has already posted a number uh, for really? the game. Really? Yeah, they just put one up. Chicago Bears. Yeah, what do you, all right. Guess, yeah. What do you got? Bears Bears 2. 40, There's no total. No total? No total. I was going to say 40, no. 44, but Bears 2. It's Bears 4. Wow. Oh. oh, a little high. Okay. Bears four. Divisional yeah. game. Huh. Bears four. Mm. I thought Bears yeah, two, Packers. two and a half. We don't even place for the Packers anymore. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, they picked up some defensive pieces and all, but uh, yeah, they got a lot. Packers got a lot of question marks with their team. And Aaron Rodgers came off, Gabe, not his best year last year. Like, remember, a lot of those losses, he doesn't seem to get the blame that other quarterbacks do, but he made some pretty bad plays at, at the end of games, right? It's almost like he gets a free pass, though, compared to other guys. Two straight years, not in the playoffs. All right, let's bring big man uh, on campus in. We'll get back to this college basketball. We're to the Sweet 16 uh, right now. Uh, there's been a lot of crying. Oh, there's no Cinderella's and stuff. Well, we told people this is going to be a blue blood, a blue blood tournament. This is by design. There's going to be some massive television numbers uh, this weekend. There were massive uh, TV ratings this week. Zion Williamson's making money for everybody except Zion Williamson uh, right now. But he'll get his. Uh, he'll get his in a couple of months. Uh, he's going to be a very rich man very soon. 
Uh, but here we are right now, and I'm perplexed by this. You see Duke, uh, big man. Duke have been on the ropes. They should have lost. They could have lost. They didn't. They beat North Carolina by one. We've seen them struggle throughout the year, laying a ton of points. They're 0-2 against the spread in this tournament, yet people are undaunted. There they remain, plus 220 as the favorites to cut down the nets. I just don't think they're better than everyone else. The public loves them. They're laying more. Their numbers are overinflated because of Zion Williamson. But as far as a college basketball team is concerned, we see they're beatable. They're dodging bullets right now, but I think they get past Vautech. And uh, I think Michigan State give them all they can handle, if not beat them, actually. I'm starting to get the feeling Duke are going to stumble before the title game. Yeah, because as you go on in this tournament, guys, you get you know, better and better coaching. You get more and more time to prepare. You get the ability to see what these teams are. And I'm going to say something right now that a lot of people won't say, but I'm going to say it. I think outside of Zion Winderson, I think they're very pedestrian, to be frank with you. I don't think they're that good a team without him, and, and we have saw that. I think R.J. Barrett's, to me, a bit overrated. I'm just going to say it. I think Cam Reddish, I don't know why people have him in the top five. I think there are five players way better than he is. And, and outside of those three, I mean, they're just not very good. I think not only will Michigan State probably beat them, I think LSU could beat them. I think they're going to have to really – they're going to have to stock up against this Vautech team because – as per usual, this is a team that doesn't let you get into the lane. You're going to have to make more threes. And we saw yesterday, it, that's not something Duke can do or want to do. Virginia Tech has their best player back. Um, inside, they're very good. They can make shots. They're going to make Duke shoot a threes again. And, and that's what teams are going to do. They're going to say, we're not going to let you get into the lane. We'll let Zion score 30, but we're not going to let anyone else do what they want to do. Um, it's a couple will beat them eventually because as you go more and more into this tournament, you're going to run into better teams. There's no more UCFs or, or fairly Dickinsons on the schedule. It's good teams from here on out. I'd be, I'm blown away that Duke's at the price they are. And frankly, if you bet Duke at this price, it's time to stop sports betting and go take on another hobby. <laughs> and think about it, Cam. Think about it. That Zion Williamson, Cam, keeps throwing like, keeps scoring like 30 points a game and stuff, and they still only win by one. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. So, like, if he runs into a team like Michigan State, that will just, you know, they're not intimidated. There'll be a bunch of big dudes that'll battle. Izzo's a yep. jerk, but he'll just waste fouls on Zion. Coach. He'll put yep. big pressure. Like, it's going to be tough for Zion to score 30 every game and carry him through. Barrett Barrett takes a lot of shots. He'll be better in the NBA than he is right now. But, yeah, I think, and there's a ton of pressure on them. Just the pressure builds. Like I said, you got Vautech. After that, if they survive Virginia Tech, they would probably get Michigan State uh, after the fact. If Michigan State gets through, which I think they will which Michigan State won't be a party for Duke. And then if they got past that, they would either get FSU, Gonzaga, Texas Tech, or Michigan. So uh, like first Texas game Tech. up, that you like Texas Tech good. to beat my Michigan Wolverines. I hate to say it, Marenzi. Texas Tech looks real good. I have a small future on them. I know it's one game against Buffalo, but the way they a played in that game, the dom- they were so dominant. Yeah, I just look for value from a team. And we've talked about Texas Tech all year as like one of those teams in the nice – range of a price you know getting like a 40 they can actually do do something there but i feel a little bit better about virginia gabe but it would have been great for us if we could have just knocked out duke and i'll tell you i can't live in the past but uh barrett got away with a might nice push from behind on that free throw that <laughs> i thought the world saw like it was an obvious push in the back like, yeah, of course they saw just, it but they wouldn't of course they exactly but uh, we'll see we'll see hope they don't get the calls the next game 
Uh, so uh, Florida State and Gonzaga. Gonzaga laying seven and a half. Purdue and Tennessee, interesting uh, big Good man. Game. Purdue. People were hyping up Purdue. We wondered about them, but, you know, these guys were draining every stupid three-point shot they've taken this tournament's gone in. Uh, here they are taking on a Tennessee volunteer team uh, that's uh, that's cruising along uh, right now. Texas Tech, Michigan will be a real battle. Totals 126 and a half. Points will not uh, be uh, uh, coming easy in that game for either team. And then uh, your Virginia Cavaliers can get the Ducks. Uh, they're now like eight and a half. What do you think, big man, of Thursday's uh, card right now? Yeah, I, I really like this card. I mean, a lot of people will whine that it's on Cinderella. Nobody cares what those teams we get down into this part of the season. We want to see the best teams with the best players. I don't think we can have 16 better teams in this tournament than what we have. I mean, is there anyone left out that you want to see? I would have liked to have seen UCF. I kind of like them as a team, but outside of that, I, I like I like what we have here. I mean, just the best of the best. Uh, but, yeah, I think the lines are terrific. I think there's a lot of dogs that I have my eye on. You know, your Texas Techs. I don't – I'm not really sure why they're an underdog. I guess because of Michigan in March and whatever. But I think they're a better team overall. Uh, Michigan's going to have to really play well. Matthews and Simpson are going to have to keep doing what they have been doing. I just don't think long term the, – the, you know, Gabe, you watch Michigan. I mean – Xavier Simpson makes some of the most circus shots I've ever seen. I mean, he throws the ball up a lot of the time. It goes in. It's quite amazing. But I think Chris Beard's possibly the best coach in the country. No one talks about. I think it's this Michigan's is the last shot for those man. guys. John Beeline's pedigree, yeah. the fact that Michigan have been in yeah. the title game. Michigan play their best basketball yeah. in the tournament. They have on a yearly True. basis. Yeah. No, they definitely do, and that's, I guess, one of the reasons they're a favorite. I also think, you know, for as much as I love Gonzaga, you know, Florida State, just you know, another team that just has this pedigree. They always seem to be here you know, at the end of this tournament, and it's because they have depth. I mean, they can go 9, 10 deep. That's real hard to do. Gonzaga better be on their game here because they'll get upset like they did last year. But they have a little revenge in their minds. I think they'll find a way to win, but I'm not running to the wind to lay points here. Uh, I think Houston will bow out here. I like Houston, but if, it's all going to be about P.J. Washington. If you can get him back, I think Oregon will also bow out. I'd be blown away if either of those teams win. Uh, I think we're going to see plenty of chalk, and I'm happy about that because I have all chalk in my uh, Final Four. But, yeah, to me, the best play right now, I'm looking towards Va Tech, and I think Texas Tech as well. Va Tech, Texas Tech, I like both those teams right away. That's Friday Florida night, State, that game. Florida State, guys, remember with, with the death in uh... – in Colfer's uh, family, this team is playing like uh, they're galvanized. Uh, when they saw that Murray yeah. State team and everyone was talking about John Moran and stuff, they were so pissed going yep. into that game, and they were a family, and they just kicked the crap out of Murray. Uh, they gr- just they just mur- they just buried them. Like when I saw that line at four for Florida State, Gabe, uh, I just really like Florida State. I think they're playing for family now, and that can really galvanize a team. And I think Gonzaga better watch out. I might take Florida State on the straight up upset, that's a, plus two seventy five. That's line. one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons I took Florida State on Saturday. I love that play. I just thought, you know, you throw in the fact that of his father passing, and you know, Murray State has never seen a defense like that, a team like that, a length like that. Uh, those are spots in a second game you can really key in on. Even yesterday with Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo was good and everything, but. I mean, Texas Tech's as good as it gets on defense. So, yeah, that's a great point by you. And you, they could use that. Same with LSU. LSU, one of their teammates was murdered this offseason. That's um, right. And I think they've really used that. And some of the off-the-court stuff, I think they've used that to kind of 
come together and do their thing. I'm, I'm surprised that LSU's gotten this far. I thought they would have bowed out by now. They just keep winning these close games. It's amazing how it's amazing how the pros and the pro players and the coaches and golfers and they all get like the the heroic, you know, Brett Favre played after his father died and and you know, Tiger Woods oh, on the anniversary yep. of Earl passing away. <laughs> they get so much love for it, but some of these kids, they go through hell and it's not brought up at all. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just we'll they, they gotta up. play for free. They're there. It's like you know, they they just don't. I remember there was a kid on. I don't know if he was on UConn. Like his sister committed suicide, like the day of the game, right? right? And they were more concerned about the game than like telling him and stuff. And yeah, you know, we, we see this. Uh, we we see this time and time again. It's uh, you know, like there's a kid on Georgia Tech, actually a football player that died the other day, like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, that's and, horrible. That's uh, horrible. He- he was really good too, Gabe Young. Horrible, horrible story. The guy had like a career year too. Apparently, he's a great guy. I know that's a sad story that no one's really talking about. Yeah, but the coaching staff tweeted out about recruiting like an hour later. I, that's ridiculous. Like they just they don't care. Like they just like all this crap, like that Izzo stuff about oh he's turning him into a man and all this stuff. It's like half these kids have already gone through much tougher lives than Tom Izzo has. Like, they don't need to be taught exactly. anything by him. Like, you know what I mean? They're going to be taught something by a multimillionaire. Like, what, you know, what's, what are they being taught? You know, some angry white guy? Who, by the way, swept up things under the carpet when the stuff really hit the fan last year with Larry Nasser, if we can remember. But that's another story we're not going to go into. But real quick, before I go, guys, I want to kind of relay this to what you're saying. You mentioned, Gabe, you like MSU to beat LSU. I like LSU. I think they win this game. I think this is a bad matchup for Michigan State. Michigan State a little beat up right now. Cassius Winston shouldering a big load. No Kyle Aarons. Nick Ward still, I think, a bit injured. This LSU team's good. I mean, they're, they're real good down low. And are they a little oh, one they are. They are. Yeah. They are. But they, they are, they man. Get they're, lean. They're, they're lean. Yeah, yeah I agree oh, with I you. Tremont Waters knows how to win. I, I don't like Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah, no, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't like, like LSU these guys. To win. I'm just saying I think that Michigan State could beat Duke. Yeah, I'm not ready to say yeah. Michigan State's any sort of lock yeah. over LSU. Let, let, uh, LSU yeah, are a very big team. I think that they Duke would survive. I think that, you know, they'd both be tough. I mean, LSU's so athletic. You're right. These SEC teams, they're really playing some good basketball right now. Very athletic kids. Let's, Does it seem like LSU get... ever lose either? They always win. Seems like they win these close games. Other than that game against Florida, they always find a way to win. It seems like. Yep. Big man, I got to give you a lot of credit. I, on one thing stuck in my mind before I made that bet. You said if Duke played UCF, it's a horrible matchup for them, and he almost yeah, got the money line, buddy. Good call by you. I took the points. Thank I had you, them buddy. on the money line too. That would have been real sweet. Oh. Yeah, I was gutted for those kids. I, I thought they played a gr- what a great game, and you know, really. The- you mentioned the uh, mid-major stuff. It was kind of a shame because there was a push in the back. They kind of got screwed, but those kids will be strong for it. They'll be all right. Big man on campus. Jeff Nadeau on Twitter. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decision is Red Heat Rage on radio, Fantasy Sports on Radio Network, iHeart, and uh, now on uh, YouTube, uh, Major League Baseball uh, regular season. Uh, well, it technically began in, uh, yep. in Japan with Seattle oh, and Oakland, but yep. yeah, they're they're playing across the board uh, this week, starting on uh, Thursday. Uh, home openers. I see that uh, we've got uh, all the uh, the new food items that are uh, listed uh, right now at uh, various stadiums. Yankee Stadium, avocado bites. Sliced avocados deep fried and served with a habanero sauce. Meh. Sliced. Eh. I didn't think you'd be into that. I'm not really a big avocado guy. All right. They also have this at uh, Yankee Stadium. Crispy maple chicken sandwich. Spicy maple drizzle. White cheddar cheese spread. Pickle. Butter toasted bun. Yes. It looks, looks all right. Yeah. I like that. I like that better than the avocado. All right. They've got uh, slow-smoked baby back rib covered uh, black cherry barbecue sauce garnished with dill pickles and white onions served on a soft white roll. I think you would enjoy that one. I I would, Maretzi. You're getting real closer to my wheelhouse now. It's getting better by by the item. This one I heard about already. Yeah, the foul pole. But instead of like foul ball, like foul like chicken. Oh, <laughs> F-O-W-L. Foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. This is a two-pound chicken tender. Oh, yeah. Two-pound yeah. uh, chicken tender battered and fried to crispy perfection, served on a bed of crispy waffle fries with ranch and honey mustard dipping sauce. Oh, that, that's what we got to get into. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a Texas. Nice. All right. This is the, you can get uh, different types of covered fries. Buffalo chicken, shredded chicken topped with crumbled blue cheese, hot buffalo sauce, and creamy ranch chop fries. Chili and cheese fries. Greek fries, sliced gyro meat, crumbled feta cheese, tomatoes drizzled with tzatziki sauce. Hmm, I'll eat it. Irish fries. What's that? Like dipped in whiskey. Irish fries. (laughs) Hot fries topped with stadium nacho cheese, crisp bacon, sour cream, and chives. That's not Irish. Dipped in Jameson. Eat a salad. Thanks, Yank. Even Yank's busted my balls. Honey mustard. Okay. Game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you very much, Dr. Yang. Yang's my new doctor. More salads. 
Just four games in the association tonight. Let's take a look at 7 o'clock. The Sixers laying one and a half on the road to Orlando. 219 over under. Oklahoma City versus the Grizz in Memphis. The Thunder minus 7, 216 and a half. 8 o'clock start at 9. Phoenix at Utah. The Jazz minus 15, 216 and a half. And at 10 o'clock, Brooklyn takes on Portland. Blazers are six and a half point favorites, 223. Ricky Sanders will join us in the DFS hour to go through the boards for DraftKings and FanDuel and making some great picks here. NFL news. The Bears and Packers, the NFL's oldest rivalry, will open up the NFL's 100th season in Chicago for Thursday Night Football, September the 5th. And Gabe already came up with the spread, Bears minus four. I thought it was going to be two, but Bears minus four in that game. The Super Bowl champion Patriots are going to host the Sunday Nighter Week 1, still waiting for their opponent. The Browns today, in contact with veteran safety Eric Berry's interesting. Wow, Browns might even get another piece to their puzzle. Tampa Bay quarterback Jameis Winston, Gabe, interesting here. He intends to play the 2019 season at 250 pounds. That would make him the heaviest quarterback in the NFL. Currently, Winston is listed at six foot four, two thirty-one. Last year, Cam Newton and Joe Flacco were the two heaviest to tip the scales at two forty-five. Niners general manager John Lynch confirming this afternoon running back Jarek McKinnon will remain on the team despite them picking up. Coleman. The Raiders going to stay in Oakland for a short time at least. The NFL approved the deal to keep the Raiders in Oakland until their move to Las Vegas. The Raiders' new stadium in Vegas is expected to be completed by August of 2020. At least one person close to Rob Gronkowski isn't closing the door on his playing career even after the tight end announced his retirement last night on Instagram. Gronk's agent Drew Rosenhaus said he wouldn't be shocked to see the veteran tight end return at some point in the 2019 season for the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. Let's remember Jason Witten was going to return to the Dallas Cowboys this year after a season in the Monday Night Football broadcast booth. Gronk leaves the NFL as one of the most dominant tight ends. Nine seasons, 79 career touchdowns, putting him in a tie for third all-time behind only Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. After surviving a big scare versus UCF, Duke still the favorite to win the 2018 Hoops Tournament heading into the Sweet 16. Duke 3-1, Gonzaga now 4-1, Virginia plus 450, and UNC plus 550. The two biggest long shots on the betting board right now, LSU and Oregon, both stand at 50-1. Duke takes on Virginia Tech Friday. Our March Madness returns on Thursday night. Despite numerous blowouts the opening weekend, uh, it's the second highest rating TV standings in 29 years. Uh, Game coverage averaged the second highest ratings through the first weekend since 1991. Viewership was up 8% since last year, and obviously viewership spiking big time during the final minutes of that Duke-UCF thriller. College hoop tournaments tonight. The NCAA, as I mentioned, Thursday night, but we got CBI action tonight. Four games. Coastal Carolina at West Virginia Mountaineers, minus 10, 157. Utah Valley at South Florida Bulls, minus 2, 146.5. Longwood taking on DePaul. Blue Demons laying 14.5, 155.5. And Brown, what can Brown do for us? Well, they're 6.5 point dogs against Loyola Marymount. 138.5 is your total there. One game in the NIT tournament tonight. Norfolk State is at Colorado the Buffaloes laying 14 points over under in that game is 147 busy night on the ice with nine games we've got a trio at seven o'clock Florida at Toronto Leafs minus 226 and a half Buffalo at New Jersey the Sabres minus 115 on the road five and a half and Pittsburgh laying 190 at the New York Rangers over under six game of the night at 730 Tampa Bay versus Boston in Tampa Lightning laying 150 total six and a great one in the West at eight o'clock 
Vegas taking on St. Louis. St. Louis minus 145 and a half. And some interesting news here. The WWE announced that WrestleMania will close out with a triple threat match between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship, making it the first ever time a women's match has served as the main event. Early betting odds have hit the board too. Becky Lynch, a clear-cut favorite at minus 500. Ronda Rousey, the second choice at plus 250. And Charlotte Flair, the biggest underdog at plus 800. Lynch previously beat Flair in the last woman's standing match at WWE's first ever all-women's pay-per-view that took place back in October. Hey, stay tuned, everybody. Gabe Morenzi hosts Red Heat and Rage. I'm Cam Stewart. We're going to have some more guests come on. Ricky Sanders will break down the NBA card. We'll have a DFS lineup for you and picks from all the college basketball games, NHL hockey, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned, everybody. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. I really wish uh, we almost didn't start talking about this. This is like a fast food brackets, which I eagerly await round two of um, as we're looking at the new ballpark foods uh, for the year across the league right now. And uh, some of this stuff's looking pretty good, and all of it's making me hungry, even if I don't want to eat some something specific here. We were talking about the, the foul pole, a two-pound chicken tender. Uh, we'll just go over to uh, Hawkland here, Cam, uh, White Sox. He gone. Yeah. That's, uh, gone. That'd be you cr- crushing those Greek fries. They gone. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Uh, are you into Polish food? I love it all, Marenzi. Yeah, Polish sausage. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like is, I like pierogies. Pierogies are great. It, well, Chicago, you know, so they got to have a touch of, like, uh, some Polish fare. A yeah. half-pound Vienna beef Polish kielbasa sausage yeah, and a choice kibasa. of kielbasa. Yeah, I never had kielbasa. And it's the delicious. choice of three three loaded baked potato or onion pierogies piled on top of sauerkraut, caramelized onions, served with a homemade mustard sauce. Sounds awesome. I love all the layers of that food. That's a winner right there. I know Dr. Yeg's shaking his head right now, but how do I resist? Yeah, I'll tweet you. I'll tweet you the link here. I'll tweet you the yeah, link like so it. you can see. Yeah, now you, yeah, now, you, now you'll be able to uh, see something. <laughs> I'm seeing that uh, all right, here's a loaded one. There's a couple of some loaded stuff. Cincinnati, they're doing beef egg rolls. All right, they look all right. Comerica yeah. Park in Detroit. They're not messing around. It's a bacon like it's like a hot dog bun, but there's it's a thick slab of bacon topped with Asian coleslaw and sriracha aioli. Too new school for you? Yeah, that's one other thing. You know, I don't need to get too disco, but I see that link that you sent me. Oh, my God, that tomahawk steak looks unreal. I would just put my teeth into that thing. It doesn't stand a chance. Nice rib. Wow, that's a great right, picture. Here's, uh, what else they got here in Detroit? The Coney Dog Egg Roll. Crispy egg. They're in egg rolls there. Crispy egg or, uh, roll filled with hot dog and chili, drizzled with classic mustard and a sprinkle of diced onions. So it's basically yeah, nice. a hot dog egg roll. Yep. The Al Pastor Dog. Natural casing hot dog topped with smoked pulled pork, pineapple relish, sirochi aioli, and uh, cojada cheese. Yeah, a little too disco there. Yeah, this is millennials. I don't know. Everyone's dicking around with food. Like, sometimes I just like... It's very simple, Marenzi. I'm a little bit more disco than you, but I like your your old school ways. Like, 
you just want as disco as you go. You give me fries, cheese, gravy. You call it a poutine. Well, yeah, you like you don't this. Need any, you don't need any you relishes like on Louis. there. Yeah, of you course. You see I the page. You look at St. Louis. The twisted top pretzel. Three giant pretzel twists topped and baked right in front of you. Pretzels include pepperoni and cheese, buffalo chicken, or, or bacon and cheese. Serve with choice of dipping sauce, marinara, ranch, or cheese. <laughs> All right, so Wisconsin, they've got oh, the, yeah. the, you know, this is as close cheese. as we're getting to a poutine here. The Wisconsin Ultimate Cheese Fry. A mix of twister fries and fried Sargento cheese curds topped with Sargento cheese sauce and bacon. Yeah, it's essentially yeah. a bacon poutine. Sounds amazing. Yeah, we got to go to a game in Milwaukee, dude. Their beers are like three bucks and stuff, dude. I'm with you. Yeah, it's the home of beer. Of course we got to go. And food, dirt cheap. Yeah, Milwaukee road trip. Got that big, big, like, uh, keg in in the outfield. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we're, we're discussing uh, the best uh, Major League Baseball uh, food for 2019. Ribs, giant hot dogs, and egg rolls are all on the menu right now. I just tweeted it out on my Twitter account. I put the link in our chat. I sent it to Blewett. I sent it to Cam. Uh, everyone's uh, got it uh, here. Um, oh, God, there's a uh, corn dog fried two-foot brownie in one of the ballparks uh, this year <laughs> uh, that we'll have to get to uh, at the bottom of. Sweet. Mike Sweet Blewett joins us. What, what's going on, Mike? How you doing? What's up, fellas? Chalkiest tournament ever, so uh, excited to break down. I mean, the, the, I guess the upside is that the games are going to be legit now right no uh no big mismatches oh they're all going to be great games yeah down the stretch but we're talking food here mike right now we're in the middle of our uh, major league baseball uh ballpark breakdown yet you seem to me like you're the type of guy that eats a couple salads a week and actually is like concerned about like the food he puts in his body is that true i am unfortunately that is true that is true i don't think i'm crazy about it i'm not afraid to throw back a couple of beers but when the metabolism starts to slow down you got to mix in a lot more salads than you might have anticipated originally. So if you and I go to a uh, to a baseball game this summer, and I say, "Hey, let's crush a couple of chicken waffle cones, waffle cone filled with chicken tenders, and a slab of bacon, drizzled with maple amazing. syrup." Oh yes. Like that. That looks like a. That looks like a. That looks like a fun way to spend a uh, a summer night, doesn't it, Mike? <laughs> who is who is that? Who's making that one? Which team? That's in Minnesota. They like the bacon. Yeah, I like I like to hear me and Cam agree. Me and Cam have the same type of palate. This is just bigger. <laughs> but yeah, uh, true. Yeah, Mike's like uh, a couple beers. I'm like, I had six beers last night just like casually watching the game, like not even getting drunk. It's just a normal and even, night. Yeah. Well, and even Cam will try more say, things though. than me. Yeah, I love the Target Field. Amazing. And they have a great beer selection. Great. The best sure I've been do. to at a ballpark. Uh See, that, well, this is pretty simple. They're going, it's peanut butter and bacon. peanut Jelly glazed bacon and creamy peanut butter on sourdough toasted. They like the yeah, bacon in the Midwest. 
That's the, like the, that. the thing that's is, like I don't a, understand like why they're adding. Elvis sandwich. I don't want peanut yeah. butter with my beer. I'm drinking yeah, a beer in the, the game. I don't want chewy yeah, peanut like, butter on my sandwich, Cam. It sounds like a breakfast to the, here. It sticks to the side of your mouth. Peanut butter is a thing yeah. like today, Gabe. I toasted it with a little bit of like butter and a little peanut butter on top. You're only supposed to do one. I do both, Mike. I'm horrible. Like I do the old butter and then peanut butter on top. That's that's breakfast time. Well, I have that's, to do uh, both, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I got to do them both just for because uh, yeah, it's better that way. It's more moist. But why are they well, putting like uh, peanut butter and jelly in a good right? the famous a good sandwich? sandwich? The peanut butter and bananas and, and bacon. Yeah, that's not terrible. Yeah. Eh. We'll bring. We'll get Bob on in his thoughts on these foods. See if he. I, I'm sure Bob eats very unhealthy. Uh, this that is good in a tender. Oh, looks so good with that big big pole of bacon. Like it, I'm losing my mind looking at that one. The waffle cone puts it over the top. Hey, would you really? That's what I'm Gabe, saying. Would you really trust it's... ribs at Yankee Stadium? <laughs> I do. <laughs> ribs at Yankee Stadium? <laughs> yeah, I, I give it a shot. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, I got to tell you, man, the pizza that I had at Madison Square Garden was really good. Like, I'm not just saying that. It really was good. Like, it wasn't just sort of like some local pizza place has the contract there or something. And it's yeah. not a slice. You got to buy the yeah, whole pizza for twelve bucks, but it's good. Yeah, still New York City. Yeah, pizza, no slices. Wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, in Atlanta, they've got the chicken and waffle boat, mango habanero oh. tossed boneless chicken served in a warm waffle boat, drizzled with honey and topped with toasted pecans. Ah, too many ingredients. Take a Southern... look at yeah. Nationals Park. At Nationals Park. It's simply that big, big chunk of meat with the bone and house smoked barbecue, including bone-in smoked beef, short rib at the old Hickory Barbecue stand. That's what I'm talking about. Nationals Park. Wow. Yeah, I'd like to know awesome. the price of that. That's a big that piece gotta of be meat at least, right there. That's got to be 40 bucks in the minimum. Here's they also have the crab cake sandwich. <laughs> well, while, I would, while I wouldn't eat the whole thing, I'm trying it at Dinger Dog. Yeah, it looks good. The, the, the dinger dog. Yeah, I'm trying that. If you know, that's a, that that's like a the type of thing where I'm probably splitting that with somebody, but I'm trying it. It seems you like guys, a lot of the team. I'm married to a dietitian, guys. What, what, what do you want to do? Hey, Gabe, Blue take points. a look at the it's Houston like Astros beer too. It's called Crawford Bach. It's the old Houston Astros logo in like a can. Oh, it looks awesome, man. A home run every time. Yeah, that's a good-looking beer. Yeah, we got to go to the stadium tour, man. I'm. Uh, this is great. Yankee Stadium, too. Pinstripe Pilsner looks great. Good beers. I'll, cry, I'll, I'll crush a couple of those. I'll try out a Pinstripe Pilsner. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring Let's see what Bob. Bob in Vermont. Always, Bob always Bob. calls. I've got to call and say hi to Mike Blewett. Hi, guys. Hey, Bob. What's up, Bob? Bobby? Mike, you sound different on the telephone. You sound much different. Uh, well, it, hopefully it's a positive. I, I'm probably in like an echoey kind of room right now. So my apologies. Oh, that's probably why. Oh, no, it's, I haven't talked to you for a long time since the football season ended. Remember I used to always fall in yeah. your show? Yes, I do. And I <laughs> think you, we spoke last week, Gabe. so I, I don't think it's been that long. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Well, when you get my game, age, Bob? 50 years old. Get the together a lot of stuff. Hey, Gabe, when I go to Yankee Stadium, I go outside, get some bread hot dogs. They're called dirty or hot dogs. They're great. Well, you it get them on so the street, great. you mean. And then street, street meat. meat. Yeah. Street meat. Yeah, it's street? good stuff, I'm telling you. 
And then for dessert, you go to Mr. Fluffy ice cream. That's good. Mr. Fluffy. That's all from New York. Then after the game, me and my brother go out to get pizza. (laughs) All right. What about the beers? No beers? No, I don't drink anymore. I don't drink any beer, no. Michael does. My brother does. Hey, your brother pops the I drink. I drink like uh, lemonade if I go to the game. I just I gave drinking up when I had my daughter. Yeah, no, that huh? makes sense. You can't get smashed like me and Cam at every event. <laughs> True. No, no, definitely not. No. Uh, well, I don't like. I don't know. I I don't need it for my whole body. I'm trying to lose the weight, so. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're uh, smart. It's tough part. I tried. Hey, Cam, uh, uh, Duke almost lost yesterday, Cam. That would have been huge for me, Bob. If Duke loses that game, we eliminate everybody in the pool. The I guarantee myself a thousand dollars. I was losing. Good. I hope you win. Me too. BT's they going to beat them. I'm telling you. Yeah, BT's so. going to beat them. I already go had them going third round. Ow. Yeah. You did call it. Look at my Syracuse. Though they stink. What? called it. You said Duke will get eliminated in the third round, so uh, that's the next game. I hope it goes. That's what I'm praying for, because I can't stand Duke. I the think coach looks like he's always up. constipated on the line when he gets squeezes his face. Gets man. He looks constipated. Does it yeah, look does. constipated, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Hey, Gabe. Um, Cam, I got Joe, I got Joe to let... Uh, he likes my laugh. And I like his snort. He's got a nice snort. Joe yeah, Galina? That was a good morning, right? Gabe, I called good. That was a good calling show this morning, right? Yeah, good job, Bob. Good job. Uh, I made you yeah, guys Ranieri. laugh. Joe was, like, laughing all over the place. Yeah, Ranieri, Ranieri does have And, Mike, uh, you're from snort. New York, too, right, Mike? He snorts. I am originally, Bob, yes. Well, what part of New York are you from? Uh, I was born in the Bronx, and I grew up in Queens, New York. Nice. Oh, yeah. I I lived in Queens, New York. I lived in Glen Oaks. Where were you? Uh, Mike, how are you How are you a salad-eating, uh, straight-edge guy? How are you not a mobster or, like, a bookie? Or, like, uh, how'd your life come out so much living in the Bronx? I, no. He, 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 he's <laughs> Hang on. Let's Thanks, Bob. He's, he's asking me. Hang okay, on. sorry. So, I, I think uh, it's – I know people don't often think I'm from – where I'm from, I think it's a reality of maybe just going to Catholic school and growing up pretty straight-laced, not getting into trouble. I think that's how I ended up, how I ended up. Yeah, I figured you, like, you were from Boston College, and then you moved to New yeah. York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just, like, in a in a test tube in B.C., and they spit me out in Manhattan. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. The Boston, yeah. the Boston College guy, uh, you know, move, move, move yeah, to the I don't really city. have much of an accent, don't, I know. No. Don't be fooled, Catholic Gabe. School. I know a lot of guys from the Catholic school. They party harder than, like, all my buddies <laughs> in the public school. They, they go wild. <laughs> yeah, you want those Catholic girls. Yeah, people in the chat want to know, were you there? Did you introduce the team to Henry Hill, your connections? <laughs> it's a little before my time, but I was there for the next one. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time conditions. Ready, Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Dave Corenzi. Lee Hawkins in New Jersey. Cam is uh, throwing it down in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, March Madness continues. Uh, we're on to the Sweet 16. And um, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, for the first time ever, for the first time ever, somebody is correctly picked 48 out of 48 NCAA tournament games. Now, in today's day and age, guys, it's hard to like fully ever believe anything. Yeah, like I really it's true. I'm sort of like how many, yeah, en- how many entries they put in? A thousand with different combinations. Who knows? Yeah, and another right? another thing is, Cam. A couple of years ago, some kid claimed to be like 39 or no at a time, and it turned out that he manipulated it. Yet they're saying that no, 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 no. It's true. They actually, it's it's impossible. It's it's a real bracket. So 48 of 48. The kid's 48 and 0. 48 games. And uh, the odds it? of the odds of that happening, you're 12 times more likely to get bitten by a shark <laughs> than go 48 wow. for 48. What's that, Mike? Well, this is the year to do it, right? With so much chalk. Where did he do it? Is it in a big contest where he can win like big money? I'm just curious. I believe uh, right, Sweet 16. I think he's in. No, it's, I think he's in a dumb uh, NCAA one. I thought it was the NCAA.com. Um, so like that's a good, it's a good question. I mean, is he betting these games too? I don't know. Or is it just some random dude on the internet, right? Either way, the odds of picking 48 games correct are 1 in 282 trillion. Huh. If they were coin flops. Wow. Find out the answer for speaking. We convert to money line odds. All right, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like basically, it's it's next to impossible how this guy has done it. It has been the chalkiest bracket ever, though. It is true. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, it says yeah. uh, that's one in. So the number makes sense. With uh, no one had done it, present ESPN, which is a leader in the bracket spaces, uh, brought in 100 mil, 114 million brackets in the past ten years. No one has gotten the sixteen uh, correct. That's one in 139 million. So that's wow. what this this dude that's has a, gone against. It's a big number. And by the way, it goes to Get show this. you that as chalky as this is, to nail every pick is unbelievable. Yeah. I'm frustrated that my bracket isn't round. better. I'm, I'm frustrated my bracket a, isn't better. I got a couple of 14 out of 16s, but I pale in comparison yep. to this kid. I can't believe that all 16 games in a round of 32 were won by the favorite team, though. Yep. Favorites go 16-0 and 0 straight up for the first time ever. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. I was sure. I'm chasing dogs on the money line over the weekend, Cam, in Atlantic City. Yeah, I know. Buddy, I'm telling you, that VCU win over Duke could have been so huge for us. That North Carolina ticket in your hand, then you sell it for more. We get Duke out of the way, Gabe, even with my Virginia, your North Carolina. 
I, I think we're, we're we're in a hell of a lot better position. I can tell you that. And you know this. Every time a team gets a scare like that, they win. I remember when uh, Maryland won. They got a scare by yeah. Boston, Boston, was it Boston College. Then they went up to win like that. They were down the whole time. Like It happens all the time, man. Like When you win that real nail-biter, it actually yep. galvanizes your team. Now I'm scared. Look at Auburn. Just on a meeting Auburn's level, look, look what happened with Auburn. Exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly. I remember, I'll give you an example. Uh, back in the day when Mike Miller was on the Florida Gators back in 2000. Now, they ended up going yep. on to lose to Michigan State in the finals. But in the first round game, Miller had a, hit a miraculous buzzer-beating layup against Butler to win. And it just barely rolled in. It was this miraculous win. It would have been a huge upset. And they won, and then they ripped off the next four games. They ultimately lost to the Mateen Cleaves Michigan State team, but it's an example of what happens. Sometimes it tends to galvanize these teams because they've gone through this adversity and they've gotten it out of the way. Does that happen with Tennessee now? I don't know. Yeah, we've seen this time and time again in, in various sports as well. Um, close close losses and um, teams go on. The Philadelphia Eagles should have lost to the Atlanta Falcons when the year they won the Super yep. Bowl. Mm-hmm. The game that they came closest to losing was that game. Like they, you know, they were up yeah. on the Patriots and control most of the Super Bowl. It was close, but yeah. you know, they it wasn't a fluky win. They kicked the crap out of yeah. Minnesota in the second half uh, of that game that they played against them. And the game against the Falcons, the Falcons had the ball on their like four yard line, and Matt Ryan was flaky Perfect all goal. day. Yeah, and Julio Jones fell down Slipped. in the end zone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't fall down. He yeah. probably catches that ball. And Philadelphia. A really bad play call in there, too. Like, they had yeah. a terrible play call by Sarkeesian. He ran like a, a shove pass that got stuffed. And I, I was positive that day that the Falcons would score. They just did. Which also, it made me remind me, and unfortunately, I don't want to bring it up, Cam. I'm sorry. But uh, the Super Bowl this year, I saw. Yeah. I saw a video, and they said this is Rob Gronkowski's last catch of his career. And it was a big play to, like, the one-yard line. It was like a 38-yard yes. gain or something. It was a big, chunky Absolutely. play. He didn't score, but he was taken down right at the one and let the touchdown right after. Yet, mm-hmm. what we forget about that Super Bowl, or people never really, you know, dude, it was 3-3 with six and a half minutes left when that play happened. Right? Like, yeah, people all Patriots won again, and the Rams choked. Yeah. yeah, whatever, man. It was 3-3 with six minutes left. All right? And and yeah. got through that interception when he double-pumped yeah. into the they coverage. They it. were on, like, the Patriots. No, they were, yeah, they were at the, what were they at, like, the inside the 10 or 15? Like, he was horrible on that drive, man. That was a huge mistake. Now, the game was a lot closer than people think. It's very true. Yeah, people, you know, people always have revisionist history, uh, you know, sort of when it, when it comes when, when it comes to these things. But... Who do you have, uh, Mike? Uh, now that you see this, who do you uh, who do you have winning uh, this weekend? What's what's your predictions? I mean, the, the one the one place I really zigged at the beginning of the tournament when other people were zagging is I went with Texas Tech. Now I know they're playing your the team, Colts. Michigan Wolverines, and I do think that Michigan is a really well balanced team, and, and I I would hate to bet against Beeline, but. I just thought Texas Tech's athleticism could win them a few games here, and I didn't feel great about Gonzaga or Florida State at the top of the bracket, so I thought that would be a differentiating pick for me. If you're asking me to pick it now, obviously Michigan has looked really good, especially against Florida. So, um, you know, 
it's all chalk anyway, but I, I, I thought from the beginning it was a collision course for Duke and Michigan State. Uh, I thought it was lining up well for UVA to end up against Purdue. I'll take Purdue over Tennessee. Uh, and then I think it's Carolina, Kentucky, and I'll take I'll stick with Texas Tech. And the way Florida State's playing, they're just playing better than Gonzaga. So I'll have to pick Florida State now. Yeah, I can think Florida State could cover. I don't know if they're going to beat Gonzaga. I think they'll fall. I think they'll fall short. They beat them last year. Is it going to happen back to back years? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I Michigan. I Florida think, State. But they're playing better well, Florida, than Gonzaga. Well, a lot Florida of points. State seven and a half points. Last, yeah, they went on a deep run last year. It's you know it's um, you look at the the geographical locations of these games, it's strange. Like you got Texas, you know, Michigan were a two seed, but they got put in the West. So here they are. They're playing in Los Angeles at the Honda Center. So they'll be playing mm-hmm. at the home of the you know, the Quack Quack Ducks out here, Cam. As are uh, Gonzaga. So Gonzaga, those games are in the Honda Center. Big Huge advantage for, for Virginia for Gonzaga. Big advantage for Gonzaga yeah. there, and Gabe. And people are not recognizing the Virginia Tech Duke game in Washington D.C. close to Black. Like uh, you know, you talk about that area, Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty close there, right? So maybe the Hokies uh, have something to say. Uh, Duke in that game getting seven points. Yeah, Duke have so many fans though. Uh, they do. That's the excellent. Point. They're all rich. That's the problem. Doesn't matter where yeah, the game is. They, they, they travel. Well, Virginia Tech they will travel. show up in D.C. I think, guys. I think it's a pretty good point. I think Virginia Tech will show up in in DC. What what I, I've really been surprised. How by close Virginia is Tech it? Going on a little bit of. It's like three and a half hours, but it's closer than Duke is, and Duke's a smaller school. Virginia Tech just has a strong base in DC. Four hours and twelve um, minutes. Not bad. The drive, but they have a base of fans. It's a big school, and they have a base of fans. Oh yeah, DC. there'd be a lot of alumni there. You're right. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I've been surprised you can take a at bus, Virginia Tech. Not you can that take they're a not bus good enough. Forty nine dollars. Go ahead. You can take a bus for forty nine dollars. That's for Blacksburg to DC. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> and then Buzz, Buzz Williams is out of there too, right? He's taking the A and M job. Huh. I didn't know. Did yeah, I? Must been, but yeah, yeah, Buzz that, gets around like a, too from Marquette. Like there, he's he, he's done a good job yeah. there, Blewett. Like you know what I mean? He, I think he's a pretty good coach. He always loses Absolutely. his voice because he's screaming, but he's a damn good coach. Good pedigree, good track he didn't record. Get fired good from hire. Marquette either. He didn't I, get fired from Marquette. He jumped jobs, and yes, he might find himself at Texas A&M getting a big bet check. So I would expect him to move on. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Is it official that he's going to Texas A&M? I don't no, see that either. No, just a pretty strong rumor. It looked like there was an eight-year deal or something on the table. Considering what they just plunked down for Jimbo Fisher, I imagine they're not scared about paying coaches right now. That's a good point. SEC money. That's a good point. But, yeah, I, I hear Yeah, The ACC, though, is – the ACC is, yeah, it's all about money, right? You're right. Texas A&M, if they, if they have yeah. the money. I see here Buzz Williams leaving Virginia Tech for Texas A&M isn't a guarantee – one thing the further that he goes on right now puts more pressure on Virginia Tech to to keep absolutely, it. you know, and especially if he beats Duke. If he if he's able to beat Duke, then uh, then it'll be a lot of pressure to keep him. All right, so uh, yeah, we'll take a quick break. We'll get uh, we'll get Blewett's thoughts on Rob Gronkowski, and then we'll get to our best bets of the night. We'll get into DFS. Ricky Sanders on the radar. 
But me and Cam will break down all the games on the board. Game time decisions continue. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Well, your attention is focused on your college basketball brackets in the Sweet 16. NFL teams are focused on the 2019 draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start prepping for 2019. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge of regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% with the promo code FNTSY. It's NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. Back to you, Gabe. Uh, Cam, uh, tonight I'm seeing a lot of pictures right now on Twitter about uh, the people going to Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Milwaukee and Toronto play tonight in Montreal. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not u- a usual exhibition uh, game because the stadium is packed. Um, yeah. So there'll be like forty five thousand people uh, tonight. It's like a good dress rehearsal for the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays' record's been pretty good in these games as well. So I see the Jays are minus one fifteen uh, tonight. Uh, baseball starts uh, for real on uh, on Thursday. So uh, we'll start talking some baseball uh, this week and uh, adding uh, baseball DFS and best bets to the rotation uh, on game time uh, decisions. Um, so we just heard uh, that music. Uh, reminds me, I always talk about it. It reminds me of uh, the Patriots. And they use that song for kickoff. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Bush. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe out. They use that song. So Rob Gronkowski announces his retirement yet. It's hard to fully take it seriously. When Drew Rosenhaus says, well, you know, I'm sure if Tom Brady calls him, you know, in the season and says, hey, we need you for a couple of games, I'm sure he wouldn't say no. So, in other words, you're not really retiring. You just don't want to go through training camp. You don't want to play in 16 games. And, you know, the Patriots will call you uh, before, um, you know, whenever the last possible date is they they can do this uh, for. So, you know, I was ready to sort of wax poetic and say, yeah, he's great, even though I'm not a fan of his, say how great he is. But Mike. He's not even really retiring. If Drew Rosenau's already saying, oh, he might, you know, he would answer the call, then it's hard to fully say he's retiring. I understand that. But Drew Rosenhaus's motivations are obviously financially focused. I think he wants to leave the door open for Gronk to get a $5 million paycheck so he can rip off 3 or 4% of that. Um, I, look, I, I think you're right in saying that. You probably have to hit pause if the door is technically ajar. But I think most of us that watched him throughout this season and read between the lines of previous comments thought that this is a good time for him to walk away. He famously hasn't spent any of his salary. He's only lived off of endorsements. 
He's in a pretty good spot. He's had multiple surgeries. I think he's a guy that could go through a lot post-football dealing with all the injuries he's had over the years. So in that sense, I'll send him out and they say he's probably the only Patriot that I really <laughs> genuinely liked. Uh, you know, just sort of a fun-loving guy. I didn't think he was phony in any way. I thought he was a genuine article. So in that sense, uh, you know, he'll be missed. A lot. Of, that's why a lot of people like him so much. Uh, yeah, I don't think everyone loves him. Um, no. I know no. people at Buffalo don't love him. I know Trey White uh, doesn't love yeah. him. I'll tell you that much. Uh, oh, I know. I'm not, yeah. I'll tell he's you, he's probably, tractors. my guess is, I don't know if they'll do it this fast if he shows up. Tonight's Monday. So he could be at Monday Night Raw tonight, Cam. Um, WrestleMania is now in 13 days. And yeah. I imagine he'll be at WrestleMania in 13 days. That You that, heard the that's odds, where game? We're going. Yeah. In my update, guys, I gave you odds for the first ever female uh, main event, too. Uh, uh, Lynch, Becky Lynch is laying 500, Ronda Rousey plus 250, and Charlotte Flair plus 800 to win, Gabe, just to give you the betting lines on the women's triple threat match. Really? So uh, Becky Lynch is, uh, she's minus 500. Yeah, she's a lock. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I don't know. I'm thinking about taking Charlotte Charlotte Flair, man, plus 800. Eight to one? Yeah, you never know. You never know. Dude, Remember, the I Undertaker every, did lose. It could happen. I took every underdog cam once at a, at a WrestleMania. And yeah. I was thinking, man, this guy's plus 400. I'm getting these guys a plus 300. <laughs> this tag team and this. I'm like, man, all I need is one or two of them to win. One of them won, dude. Like, I ended up losing money. I lost like 300 bucks. Like, one bet, of them. Like the NCAA tournament, bet chalk in WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, generally. But Vince will, Vince like likes to mix it up with the storyline. But yeah, I That's think true. Rob Gronkowski, Mike, he's going to end up being in the WWE. They say, oh, he has opportunities. It ain't acting. The guy can't talk. So it's, yeah. it's wrestling, right? It's going to be wrestling. Absolutely. Absolutely. That seems like a natural transition for him. He can be an entertainer. He doesn't have to learn Shakespeare. He can be an entertainer and just kind of be his big, goofy self. I'm with uh, you, though, your point. I, I, if he skipped, I, I, if he skipped I, training I, camp and took the money at the end, I wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I think oh, yeah, he'll the be. same thing's going to happen. He's had so many injuries. I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen early, but as the season progresses, I would not be surprised. First of all, he's had you, – you, you mentioned it, Blewett – so many injuries, the body taking a toll. He needs this time to get healthy anyway and retire. But if TB picks up the blower and calls him, I think he answers too. I just think it happens like maybe right before the playoffs. You know, like wait, wait a while. Michael Strahan did that at the end of his career too. Michael Strahan did did that at the end of his career too. He would skip training camp. He skipped training camp his last year. They ended up winning the Super Bowl and he walked out. but he basically made it known, which was a hard dynamic, obviously, because Tom Coughlin was the coach. But they came to some sort of an agreement that, hey, look, I'm a free agent, but I'm not going to sign with anybody. I'll sign on the dotted line sometime in July, maybe early August, and uh, I'll make one last run at it. And they needed him, and it worked, and he won, and they won. All right, Mike Blewett uh, with us on, uh, on Game Time Decisions. All right, uh, Mike, so before we get you out of here, uh, there's there's a prop uh, here. Jason Witten, actually, uh, speaking of returning oh, uh, tight ends, J- Jason Witten, regular season receiving yards over under 470 and a half. And uh, it's minus 150 to the under. I'd be hard pressed to see him get 500 yards. I think he's coming back to under. be more of a blocker. 
and just more of a contributor and a leader uh, in the room and setting him up to be a coach after with with the team as they move forward. Yeah. Because God knows yeah. he's not going to be back in the booth after this. But 470 and a half yeah, yards a feels a little high. What's that, Mike? It's a big part of the motivation why he came back. I think he a big part of the motivation in my estimation as to why he came back is that he was not long for the booth. They were going to make a change there. And this sort of him coming out of retirement, quote unquote, sort of saves him publicly from looking like he got fired from the booth. Yeah. You know what, though? I don't think he would. I, I, I don't disagree that he knew that this wasn't going well for him. But um, I think that he really did miss playing. I think he realized I made a mistake. I can't really. This isn't going to end well. But I don't think they were going to fire him this year. I think they would have rolled it out because it's it's a representation of them if they they let him go after a year. And Monday Night Football's already had a lot of strange hires over the years. And the fact of the matter is, as bad and as nauseating as the, the broadcast was, the uh, the ratings were actually good. Like they were yeah. up over past broadcast better. teams. Yeah, you yeah. can argue the games, games are better, better too. too. But um, I don't know if the ratings would have been better if Witten wasn't there. I don't think announcers really have an impact on the ratings that much one way or another. I think we'll cry about them or we'll like someone or we'll dislike them. But I agree like you. you said, I think if it's a good yeah. game, it's a good game. But I don't think they were going to can him this year. Maybe if he sucked again this year, they would have. But I, I, you know, I think he, I think Jerry Jones basically probably offered him a job for life, too, right? Come back and play and then just yeah. become an assistant coach with the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or special advisor, work front office, whatever he wants to do, really. Um, I, that number is a little low, but I would take the under. There's no way I'm taking the over. Yeah, for 470 yards. There's one cam with touchdowns. Will he have one or one to two touchdowns is plus 200. Three to four touchdowns is plus 150. And uh, yep. five or more touchdowns is plus 180. Later, Gabe, I was going to tell you, uh, me and Colonel Curse over the weekend uh, scoured some sports books and found some great, great um, a few mistakes with injured players and stuff that haven't been adjusted. I'll send you a direct message. I think we could take advantage of a couple books that uh, put up some really bad numbers. They're still there, too. So we'll, we'll go into some baseball stuff as the week progresses before Thursday. I see FanDuel so has Antonio Witten, Brown. If it, Gabe, if Witten blows out an Achilles in July, do we yep. get the under or does he have to play? No, he Great would have question, to. Mike. Sure, he, He'd he have, to, have play. to start. He'd have to play. Yeah. He'd have to play. He'd have to start the season. Man. Doesn't have to play every game, but yeah. he starts the season. Yeah, it's tough. He gets hurt in the first game. That, that's that's tough, right? That's. But yeah, you know, regular season wouldn't count either. It starts once the season starts. Uh, they have another one here too, Antonio Brown. I actually like this one of the over, just because they're going to use him so damn much. Is twelve hundred receiving yards? He'll get over twelve hundred receiving yards with the Raiders. Not. He's going to get targeted like twenty times, man. I don't like the way he was trolling your bills again. I'm, I, me and Kurt, me and Kurtz talked about that too. Guy is a stupid with a with a with a bad sign to the Bills and a happy sign to Oakland. Why are you trolling Buffalo, Antonio Brown? Like, you know, you did they didn't you didn't go there yeah. to play for them, but you're still railing on this guy's such a jackass, Gabe. I'm like I used yeah. to really like Antonio Brown. Buffalo's not even my team, but he's just a clown. The way he's been handling this situation, screw him. Things will let poorly for him down the road, Cam. The karma, so. the payback, it'll yeah, it'll happen. He'll get hurt. 
He's with the Raiders. They'll suck. He'll get tied. He'll get arrested. He'll get sued. Whatever. Like he, like you said, he's a jackass, right? And you know, bad things usually happen to jackasses eventually. You know, yeah. that's that's the difference. Look he, at Odell he, he Beckham. Welcomes drama that's in kind life, on the way out. Yep. Good point. It's a good point. Ex- excellent point. All right, Mike. Uh, Mike Blowitz. So, really, uh, what could be? Odell and Antonio, very different guys. So, go ahead. Sorry, Gabe. Yeah, Odell. Odell's thankful and he's actually a nice yeah. guy. He doesn't hate. Uh, doesn't hate everybody for the sake of hating. But Antonio, listen. Antonio Brown wants to be a jerk, and yeah. I said it on all on the way out there that it was an easy target. It's an easy target to use Ben Roethlisberger all the time, right? And yeah. I said at the time, Antonio Brown and the Ben Roethlisberger shade was was much easier and made him look better because he knows no one likes Ben Roethlisberger. So it makes him look better than the fact that he was really jealous of uh, of Schuster as well. Right? That that, that yeah. was what was really eating him up, that he wasn't getting as many targets. So, you know, like you said, Cam, he's just, he's just sort of a dickhead, right? Yeah. There's just no need to no need to uh, Buffalo tried to get you. You're still you rip the city. You know you make dumb comments. You go to another team, still troll them. They're not even your division. Anyway, I just think it's a jackass move. But uh, I want to get your guys' comment on one story before uh, Blue it leaves. You see the story about Jameis Winston intending to play at 250 pounds there, Mike? A story that just broke today, talking about uh, he's going to put a little more beef on. Last year. Uh, Cam, Cam Newton and Joe Flacco were the two heaviest quarterbacks last year, 245. At 6'4", Winston says he'll play at 250. He's 230 right now, adding 20 pounds. That's what he's talking about. Bad call. I know. Like, I kind of interesting, call. don't you think? Weird. Very weird. I don't I really understand this. That. Yeah, I don't know. It's what he wants to do. Just a story that came out. Arian says, hey, if you can, you know. If he's fine putting on the weight, that's fine. But I don't know. I always thought he was like a little bit bigger that he had that kind of frame to begin with. But anyway, 250, that's a lot of weight, man. We'll see. Yeah, you know what, though, Cam? Jameis Winston was listed at 231 before. You know he was really yep. in the 240s. And he was always yep. hung over and sort of fat and bloated. Yeah. I think probably someone told him, if you actually worked out and got ripped, you'd be about 245, 250. Yeah, I mean, they're talking about putting up muscle mass, which can't be a bad thing. Listen, if it's going to get his ass in the gym, that's not a bad thing. Thanks, Mike Lewis. Yep. Later. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Rage Radio continues. Michael Avenatti arrested earlier in the day. Uh, Mark Garagos had just been dropped by CNN as a uh, legal analyst after being identified by the Wall Street <laughs> Journal as a co-conspirator in the Michael Avenatti case. <laughs> one less member on the panel, Gabe. Yeah, <laughs> they'll find a new what, one, what Cam. The, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I love when, when CNN has their big breaking stories, too, like, Usually a big panel is like four to six. They they bring out the one where it doesn't even fit on your TV. They got like 12 people on the panel. Like, what the? Like, and not even everyone gets to talk. They just kind of sit there. Okay, we're here. Like, it's just it's so ridiculous. But as we said before, uh, 
Uh, the winners this week, the Republicans and Trump right now, big time. Oh, yeah, big day for them. Like, uh, they're laughing. A lot of cigars day. being smoked. Yeah, Not weed, right. but cigars. A lot of cigars yes. being smoked. <laughs> Not weed, but cigars. In Washington. Yeah, Scotch yeah. and cigars. Of, Very true. Yeah, cognac, Scotch, good call. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, uh, we've got odds here. Cam uh, brought up some of the odds for WrestleMania. Um, so it's the first time ever WrestleMania is going to be headlined uh, by, uh, by women, Ronda Rousey. Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. So Becky Lynch is minus 500, big, big uh, favorite. Uh, Ronda Rousey plus 250, Charlotte Flair plus uh, 800. WWE Universal uh, Champion Brock Lesnar plus 170 versus uh, Seth Rollins, minus 250. Batista plus 170 versus Triple H, minus 250. And a no-holds-bars match. Uh, Randy Orton, the legend killer. Yep. Yep. I got a lock for you. I just thought about this. Seth Rollins is like fighting cancer, is he not? I think he's like, isn't he like a cancer survivor or something? Uh, They're not going to let Brock uh, Lesnar. Is that Roman Reigns? uh, Sorry, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Reigns. I was going to say if it was him, it'd be a lock. (laughs) They wouldn't let that happen. But sorry, I'm wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, Roman Reigns. I forgot. Uh, Lesnar might be worth a look. Let me ask you this. Who who would you take in in a Raw Women's Championship? Would you lay the 500? I'd take Ronda Rousey at plus 250. Yeah, it's a good bet, but I That's think Lynch I wins. Yeah, it's probably the best bet on the board. I think Lynch wins, but I'm not laying 500. No way. I'd take Lesnar at plus 170 as well. I think that's a good bet. That's a pretty good bet. Triple H is an egomaniac. He's not losing to Batista. <laughs> <laughs> he runs he the company. The, he's, he's a part owner of the yeah. company. He runs the company.